0: Welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Barry, season three, episode two, Lemonada, written by Alec Berg and Bill Hader, directed by Bill Hader once again. I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I really enjoyed it and it had some emotional impacts. Barry is turning into a very scary person, but Bill Hader's performance definitely deserves all the Oscars being thrown his way. That is for certain. Before we do jump into the recap, wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. And if you want to send feedback on Barry or any other show that I'm doing, blackercouch at gmail.com. It begins with Barry picking up some food for his held hostage gene in the boot of his car still. Hater understands angles. He understands giving you uh, the uh, full appreciation of the wide shot, even though nobody noticed that he opened his... (laughs) trunk and there's a man in there but people can be very i think it is an understatement how people can be so self-absorbed in their own world even when they're in public he makes his way to sally's set where she is coaching an editor on the breakup scene between her character and the other lead actress chloe i believe is her name who plays her daughter She is very easily impressed with her ability to write. And I laughed out loud when Sally said, it comes naturally and honestly. Bullshit. As someone who writes, I can definitely give you two middle fingers to that idea. It's a miserable, (laughs) time-consuming, emotionally lethargic experience. Particularly if it involves something personal. She said, "When Barry came in, did I ask you to come?" Excuse me, bitch. He said, "No, I'm an adult. I did it myself." <laughs> but he excitedly announces he knows how to get Mr. Kusina over the death of his girlfriend, like it's just just one of those things that you just need to get past he wants her him to be cast in her new show. His monologue does him no favors. He's still fucked up about it. But giving him his career back will make him less fucked up about it and give him a purpose. And I think that is more so for Barry, or as much for Barry as Mr. Cousineau. And I thought, Oh, honey, that is not how it works. And then just as that thought crossed my mind, there's Sally with Oh, that's sweet. But she already tossed Jean's name out for a part. But Castine said he sucked. And while she is the boss, she trusts that she hired the right people. And that's fair. And you also want to be impartial. But a bit part wouldn't harm anyone. A line or two or absolutely no lines and extra I think she can make. Even though her argument sounded on the outside or, you know, on the surface level like a legitimate argument i'm like you really couldn't get him just a a, a side character in the corner that does absolutely nothing like you know fill up a coffee machine or whatever so i do think she is not even putting in an effort nor does she want to i think that's more apparent what was offensive was her dismissal of him or even the desire to talk about this privately because she goes and she's like you talk to Jean and she kind of looks out to see if Jean's there but the minute I saw my my significant other come into my place of business he didn't call first he seems to be in a state because she's like you seem a little manic you are trying to make him seem as if he's being irrational When he actually just coming in and asking you a pretty basic question, all you had to do was take the time and courtesy of the consideration, even if it is still a no, just to know that, hey, this clearly means so much to you. I don't ask you for jack shit. You can at least give me five minutes of pondering or at least listening to the reasons why you may think that this is a good idea so of course barry loses his marbles it's not her fault that he lost his marbles he was already losing his marbles but she has been as i stated earlier self-absorbed in her own world so that she's not only ignoring but exacerbating the issue and then she dismisses him and it's completely she's she should not have been oblivious at him blowing up but because she's kept him so long as this neutered puppy that she has no clue how to respond when he yells at her because he says because she's like we're saying the same thing and he's right in that moment it's like i'm not an idiot we are not saying the same thing i have to do this to fucking live well i've done all i can do Her writer scrambled the fuck out of there because shit got scary. But once again, you laughing in his face, (laughs) even though I understand emotionally, she was probably nervous because she's never seen Barry really upset, particularly upset with her. He is in a manner that is violent and but he wasn't violent towards her, which I think is a point. Not a huge one, but a point because uh, the lady said earlier he had her pinned up against the wall. Well, he certainly uh, approached her aggressively, but in this sense, it almost like, yeah, I need something from you. You've taken so much from me. How dare you? So I think it's a lot of repent, What? Uh, not repent, uh, repressed. There we go. Repressed anger that he has and has probably been having for sally because she belittles him and you cannot belittle someone with those violent tendencies and not expect that you laughing in his face is going to not inflame him because he's too long been your your uh too used to that type of treatment from you so he screams to do it even though she says, I'm sorry, I can't do anything. Barry is very dangerous and emotionally stunted because this was akin to a tantrum, the way he kept repeating himself much like a child would, but a tantrum that could end with someone becoming extremely hurt. The interaction certainly shakes the shit out of Sally, who goes back sitting down. Chloe never moved from where she was at. And this impacts her the entirety of the rest of the episode, but in a in an odd way. Two accident American gay lovers is exactly what we needed in the next scene as Christabel, uh calls Hank and asks if he can hang out, and he's like, "Sure, when? Now, tuh." Let's go to the Redlands because he's like, Oh, I gotta go pick up that heroin. Where? So everyone else can hear where he's going. He's like, The Redlands? Fuck me. I am so fucked today. Like, I'm getting so fucked today. (laughs) I will not be coming back anytime soon. Got the nasty in my taxi. You need a lift. You can sit between the backseat and my taxi. Cristobal sees two little white girls across the street with a little lemonade stand. And he's like, oh, you selling lemonada? I buy two lemonada. But then a whole bunch of black SUVs with guns and military gear show up. And the other girl, while it kind of mirrored a little bit, the last scenario where shit got scary and you had the one person who exited the situation, and the other person seemingly stuck. Or fascinated by what they're seeing. You. I've got to go then we get the laugh out loud. Classic scenario of pulling the door while I'm trying to unlock it. Bendejo. His father-in-law, Fernando, has come to town. On a plane, just in case Cristobal misunderstood because the SUVs are rented gene tells barry his legs are getting numb so can he at least ride in the front like a person maybe his legs being numb could be a symptom of a stroke i don't know how the security guard did not hear that person in the back of his car especially if he was to kick he tells him plan b did not work out and he's like you don't have a fucking plan he's like not really but let me fucking help you allison's office please (laughs) we've all had that where you're talking to someone else and then you get on the phone and you're like in your professional voice everyone liked Barry despite the fact that he walked out of his audition the last time including the director whose name he still can't recall but he just disappeared he tries to get Gene work but Allison shuts him down immediately saying that asshole she will never work with But he does get an audition role for himself in Laws of Humanity, which is a real show, as Sally points out all the time. Love the music and the way the next scene was shot. Cristobal watching his fellow compatriots wrestle and toss beer on each other while half naked in a manner that can only be described as provocative to his eyes. I will say just because I do love the relationship between him and Hank they could have given a lot more massaging to it in season 2. It felt very obvious it was going to go there eventually, but to to add a little bit of layer into it would be nice beforehand, but I'm glad we're already here and there already seems to be some really good context between the two actors. Fernando was sent by his wife, Elena, whom he has children with. Damn, he got uh, kids at home. Fernando is here to wipe out the Chechens so that they can control LA. And he could take himself back to the missus. Sally is distracted while her co-star Chloe is upset about the entire incident. Why do people love hearing salacious details or being involved in something or close to the proximity of some drama? And always make it about themselves. (laughs) She wants to report it to HR, but technically two adults yelling at each other isn't an HR violation and he doesn't work here. And seriously, people yell at each other. I'm certainly not saying the scene itself just because we know Barry and where he's coming from and more of the, the ins and outs of these two people to not be alarmed at you know to be to be a little bit more I should say more concerned about what this is and, and who he is but quite frankly two people yelling at each other and <laughs> the one that seems meaner than the other person even though you just watched her laugh in his face even though she wasn't comfortable I, I mean this is more of an issue with your boss. Like, hey, if you are gonna have your boyfriend show up and you two might get into it, can you take your shit privately? and Then the one girl over there being like, did she hit him or did he hit her? And her kind of wanting her to be hit because a, I get to spread the drama. And two, if you hate someone, you like being the the um the God, me and analogies are not working out tonight you want to be the the person that's enjoying their downfall you want because you they are not a good person anyway so yeah of course you you want to see them go down like when the stump finally gets some charges that stick we're all gonna celebrate but her being like oh i'm so uncomfortable it's just like girl grow the fuck up (laughs) sometimes people who love each other the most will sometimes have really epic fucked up fights and they're adults uh it doesn't like she even asked like did he hit her did he smack a wall i mean technically other than getting up in her personal space um while certainly upsetting and i'm certain don't want to take away from that i would not i i felt uncomfortable. It, is not enough for me to be like, oh, I feel I'm just I'm so in my my emotions about it. Like, damn, I want to be a there, fly on a wall. Now it's coming to me naturally in their house. Gene is aghast that Barry he's finding a lot of the trunk. Got an addition, and can't believe that he wants him to be a scene partner. Gene knows that. He can teach, but he cannot act. It would take years to get him apart or restore his career. His plan to hold him hostage sucks. But Barry knows that he'll go to the cops, even though he swears on Janice's life that he won't. He's like, you're not a very good actor, Gene. (laughs) And it's either this or I kill you. Gene tries to appeal to him as a person like, look, I, I took you in. I you know you needed some re- positive reinforcement you needed to be given some validation i gave you that and this is the cruelty that you repay me is with the threat of death but all barry heard was reasons why he loves the man and he says as much before immediately going back into preparing for the role crazy motherfucking name Joe. i like the focus on the next scene once again great directing of the girl walking down the street she's talking about how she's had a horrible day and then all of a sudden she's like oh shit because literally the Bolivians show up like trained marines Da-da-da-da-da. it's the motherfucking eagle double g no you know what i with the d-r-e luckily when they cut the power and start shooting no one is there because Cristobal tipped off Hank who got his Chechens away and is also labeled as Lorelai in his phone (laughs) Hank is with the Chechens on a tour bus of the city and I laugh so loud he's like Jurassic (laughs) Parky dinosaur he was so happy (laughs) he needs to see him Natalie and Lindsay show up to talk to Sally. who's trying to order spaghetti. It turns out that her TV premise is identical somewhat to another show that is also coming out. Natalie immediately realizes that she's angry and gets behind her, even though she can't help her own excitement. Like, hey, this is kind of good news because even though this is cute and I like it. Your premiere is going to get bumped up. It's going to be uh, premiering on Thursday, but you must do a press junket, which is going to start tomorrow. She can't deal with any of this because she needs to go find spaghetti. Barry goes to his audition and reads for his part. Then once the man who lost his wife with no lines cast as Jean, even going so far as to go into a monologue that impresses but what's really sad is that he can only mimic or ape the emotions of others that he lacks so he uses gene's own words to convey his argument and it ends up working hank so worried about cristobal is happy to see him however hank is told to run because fernando is the head of all of the bolivians and he brought the Elite Four Squad, and y'all don't stand a chance. I've seen your training. And the best of you were murdered by Barry. For his own safety, he breaks up with him. Please don't go. Don't go. I'm begging you to stay. Goodbye, Enriquito, which means little Enrique or inquisitive and inventive person. <laughs> This whole two minutes afterwards, I was in stitches. <laughs> the footsteps. Cause I was like, damn, he walking real far. Then he got his core <laughs> with his podcast I'm blessed. And the whole time, Hanks at the door looking longingly. <laughs> oh. Then we go to Sally, who immediately is in apologetic mode, has completely tossed aside everything that means anything important to her because Barry yelled at her. She's got beer out for him. She's replaced his controller. She's got dinner, spaghetti made. And it's actually sad because it feels like she is um, backsliding. In a way, uh, going into remission, that's not the right word. Uh, <laughs> she is reacting in the same way she was her last abusive relationship where, and there is a line that she puts out there that was brought up this episode about she lived for the apologies. So is this part of, and this is kind of what I was saying earlier with her even going to the, the hotel room, Is there a part of her that's attracted to the violence? Like that is what attracts her to a relationship. Otherwise, she's not into it because she was all about being romantic and supportive. Only if he's abusive. Only if he treats her less than. Barry calls her their arguments forgotten now that he and Gene have a part. That is clean and rad and beautiful, bro. That's what they told him. She's like, they never say things like that. But the minute Barry is done fighting, that makes her even more like all over him. Cause now he's completely indifferent to her. Like he calls her like the thing never happened. That's even scarier that he can just brush it off and she's all ready to talk about it. And, and cause she wants that, that, that dramatic relationship. She wants that tit for tat that, little bit of messed up psychopathy behind it that might mean she's a great match for barry but as much as she is that psychologically fucked up i don't i think murder still is is a line that's a different category and then you not only murdering someone but murdering your teacher's girlfriend who i did actually know not to mention we keep forgetting even though he didn't murder him we keep forgetting about the One guy we started off, Ryan, I think was his name in the series. A man who lost a son. Barry's killed a lot of people. I mean, we don't actually know his body count. Uh, Fuchs Fuchs is truly far more evil because he just manipulated this person at their lowest into believing that they're out killing bad people. But Barry, once he realized that his life was a lie... I think that's, <laughs> he can, that's when he had the chance to not, uh, or he says, I don't live it anymore, but clearly that's not the case. Barry, or Jean has escaped on foot and Barry goes looking for him. <laughs> the two women that were like, why are we breaking up? It's your dogs. And you see all these dogs <laughs> going after Jean, trying to jump over a fence. And then one of them just stays with him He tries to get a taxi, but Barry collides with the taxi driver. Or was that just a regular? I don't know. That was weird. It was filmed. Around. Maybe I was. I looked away and missed something. But he does get home, and as soon as he gets to Leo's, he asks him. "911 now. However, Barry is already there with Leo and his son. It's like, oh, it looks like anything happened. Oh, we were rehearsing a scene. As Gene sits down, he knows. He knows this is a man who has murdered people, two that he knows of. And here he is sitting casually on his couch. He tells him, look, I got you a part. I got my part. That's exciting, right? However, if you don't enjoy the second life, I will kill your son and your grandson and the minute he nods and says i understand that because i can't imagine how gene feels right now like i have let a psychopath not only in my business in my personal life now he is he already killed the love of my life and now he's threatening to kill the only other two people whom i love and then he turns around gets emotional and says i love you mr kusineau Do you love me? What the hell did you just say? Terrified. He can only nod, but then makes him say it and asks if he can say it again after he does. And it's that affirmation that he needs. Gene gives it to him. He gave him just a little bit of it and now he is not letting it go. And this is a very fucked up situation we find ourselves in. Because I want to believe that Barry would never harm a child, but Barry may harm a child. <laughs> oh, don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. What a really great episode of television! I cannot wait to see how this journey unfolds. We have the comedy from Cristobal and no Hank, but there's also this, uh, this sweet romanticism, romanticism about the two of them that I enjoy. And then you have this very other situation that's just um, uh, equal parts horrifying as it is compelling to watch. And that is going to conclude our podcast for this week. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com. Until the next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.